Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brayden. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon, at a time. Here we are at episode 125. How does it feel, Will? I thought that you were going to say where we endeavor to... uh talk about dune for <laughs> an hour and a half no we got that we got that out of the way we took care of that already <laughs> there's no no dune okay well just the, the dune the movie it happened and we liked it uh yep there you go we talked go. about doing a dune podcast in the past before and that is not this podcast nope um someday maybe the dune cast someday yeah uh no, instead... Once we get enough Patreon followers. <laughs> yeah, just... Which is, you know, um, any at this point. But yeah. yeah. Okay. We don't have one of those. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. Man. But no, we're, we'll, we'll talk about uh, Pokemon instead, like we always do. Um, because that's what you don't pay for um, here at Beyond <laughs> the Ball. Uh, I listened uh, when I was when I was on my walk this morning, uh, taking care of some errands. I was listening to our episode on Slugma again because mm-hmm. I just remembered liking that episode for some reason, <laughs> um, and forgot that like the first entry uh, says it never sleeps I because, because its body will cool and hard. I completely forgot. I was like what? And of uh, course, like four entries later, it's like it sleeps near warm areas of magma and just completely. <laughs> 100% contradicted itself. Oh, uh, good. You did a whole bit where you were like, oh, well, because we, it's like, oh, it's got lava for a circulatory system. And you're like, oh, maybe it's got all, all these organs and stuff. And uh, the like very next entry just completely refuted everything you just said. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, no, it's got actual organs and stuff in there. It's like, what? Okay. Uh, it's like they're they're doing it's like they're doing it on purpose absolutely <laughs> i was uh i was listening to myself like at the at the intro i was like why am i talking so softly and kind of slow and like am i high right now <laughs> like what's going <laughs> on <laughs> and I, I remembered that's like oh yeah i was recording this in my previous apartment where i was uh much more anxious about speaking too loudly <laughs> um, oh yeah yeah, um, you were in I think thin, thin Wall's apartment. Yeah, um, so I think I was definitely channel, uh, quieter back then, probably. Now you're just as rowdy as you want to be. Woo, yeah, hell yeah. Um, rowdy, like the Pokemon we're going to be talking about in a little bit. But before that, um, uh, one of our dear listeners, uh, Trevor, uh, alerted us to the, the, the found footage trailer Um Wanted to make sure uh, we both seen that. I, I watched it with you a little while ago. The the Hisuian uh, Zoro, Zorua and Zoro arc. Uh, Oof, it's a mouthful. It's a yeah, lot of vowels. In a it's a lot of, of vowels. Uh, they got the, the they they got Hisuian forms. Um, also, oh, I guess yeah, that's the region for Arceus. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not what the region is called in. The future games in that region. That oh, recall. interesting. But I can't remember what that is because. Um, but that way they can differentiate anyway. Yeah, uh, I guess so. Or you know, think names change over the time. Yeah. Especially like in Japan, like you know Kyoto, Tokyo, that happened one right. time. 
<laughs> so I'm assuming that just happens all the time in Japan, of course. Uh, but <laughs> they just change at, at at random. Yeah. But also, then, if you're going to have, like, forms of that Pokemon, you don't want to say the same region. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. Yeah. Gotta have also, to. is the implication that that Pokemon no longer exists because it was so long ago and now in the same oh region? Oh, my gosh. Is that true of all the Hisuian forms? It makes a, spe- a special sense with the particular Hisuian form we were looking at because they were talking about how much it hates humans. Right, and Things right. that hate humans might be more likely to be... Wiped and out. it seems like yeah, Pokemon um, in general at that time were more distrustful of humans. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. I think it'll be very interesting to dig into in the games. Um, it's a it's like a ghost normal type too, which is an interesting combination because those yeah, are like not, opposites. Right. Um. But yeah, it was it was it was a cool trailer. Um, honestly, I was. Uh, the, the most exciting part for me was seeing uh, Snow Runt eating snow. Just like. <laughs> just the, wolfing it down. It's the closest we've gotten to like official Pokemon, like nature show, like mm, footage. Yeah, true. Because like, that's I, what I, they were going for. That Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's what I want. I want them to do more of that. Um, mm-hmm. But then, then they murdered the one guy who was <laughs> doing he, it. Yeah. They, <laughs> <laughs> he could have been the Pokemon world's David Attenborough, but he yeah. got murdered. And that's yeah. why it doesn't happen in the Pokemon world because Pokemon are just too dangerous. Yeah. No. Or, and you know, it's like, oh, you maybe hear some footsteps at the end there. Maybe he ran away or whatever. But like, even if he wasn't murdered, like he was driven insane or whatever, because that's what Zoroark does uh, to people. So. Yeesh. Um, he, I don't think he was making any more movies on his newfangled camera <laughs> his new technology. Device. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. I guess for those who haven't seen it. Spoilers for this two-minute teaser trailer. From context, it's yeah. about a guy doing like a found footage thing, and then he gets attacked yeah. by Pokemon. Yeah, not by snow runs though. Those are docile little little snow eaters. Very cute. Um, but yeah, it was fun. New new games coming up. Exciting, exciting time. Yeah, yeah. New Pokemon. But yeah, let's uh, let's talk about an old Pokemon. Yeah, I guess it is Instead. sort of old. Yeah, it's uh it's a while ago. It's on, you know, there's it's on the the first half of Pokemon games, I guess. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um for the pre-3D era at least. Um and if that isn't enough clues for you, um its name is <laughs> Corfish. Uh number 341, the Ruffian Pokemon. Uh-huh. A water type. Which, you know, I don't typically associate ruffians with, like, the water type. Uh, it's kind of more aquatic in general, but this is a very, uh, a very a rowdy crab lobster thing. It's uh, pretty much a lobster. The, yeah, just picture a lobster, but, like, cuter. with the, <laughs> yeah, cuter with, you know, little Pokemon eyes, although they look kind of weird and... There's no eyebrows on them, so they're just kind of blank all the time. Uh, I like the, there's a couple of shots with, of it with its mouth open, and it's just mm-hmm. kind of like, ah, uh-huh. like <laughs> <laughs> staring into space intently. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, I guess imagine a lobster, but with the front half kind of raised up. Yeah. Sort of like a, almost like a centaur. A lobster like centaur, legs. that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Except I don't know what it's combining with, like a, a crab Another and a lobster. lobster. <laughs> which is just like 
<laughs> it's nothing. Um, it's got three little point horns, kind of like a crown on its head. Um, looks like the, the legs are kind of sharp. It's, it's you know, red and white like a got lobster. Big giant claws. Mm-hmm. They kind of they, they, they have a sheen to them, so it's kind of like, you know, clearly like a carapace kind of shell. Um, but yeah, a little a little pinchy friend. Um, the the new crabby move over crabby. We got a new <laughs> little water crab. A new claw crustacean Pokemon. in town. Heck yeah, much much closer to Sebastian energy uh, <laughs> than they've gotten before. Um, yeah, it's what uh, two feet tall, long, long? wide. Two feet tall seems. Well, it could be it could be two feet tall. It could be two feet tall. It could be two by two, like yeah. Um, so I guess yeah, a little, <laughs> which is, you know, a little scarier than like an actual lobster. It's like a, the size of a yeah. small dog. Uh, I, I mean, lobsters maybe can get two foot long. Actually, I think lobsters just grow forever. Oh. They used to be much bigger, but we've fished them so much that they're not as big as they used to. But I'm pretty sure lobsters will grow for a long, long time. Wow. Uh, lobsters continually grow larger and larger, but their shells can't change size, meaning a lifetime of ditching to small, sh- ditching two small shells and growing a brand new exocelestin each time. That takes a fair amount of energy. Eventually, the amount of energy required to molt a shell and grow another new one is simply too much. Okay, okay. So they just die of old age? <laughs> Guess I'll just die. <laughs> <laughs> too big for my clothes. Guess I'll just die. <laughs> Don't have the Gosh. energy to make more clothes. I'm <laughs> out. Yeah. Guess uh, that's from uh, science.org.au. Uh, I think the close. lobsters just, they shed the shell that's too small and then they're like I'm too tired to grow another one and then they just walk around nude until, <laughs> until someone die. steps on them or something <laughs> yeah until someone eats them yeah um, but yeah that's uh, that's a big it's only 20, 25 and a half pounds 25.4 pounds on average so it's uh, it's pretty light uh, given all that that hardy crustacean maybe this, it's just totally hollow inside <laughs> it's probably just be a lot shell lighter. it's shell only <laughs> no, I, can, I can see the tongue it's got at least a tongue in say, there it's got a tongue in there it seems <laughs> like um, yeah this is from generation 3 ruby and sapphire which is right about when you and I dipped out yep. um, of the Pokemon games uh, but I, I like this design it's, it's, it's a cute little angry Crab tar. Yeah, I love this. I uh, have a soft spot for water types, mm-hmm. and um, this little lobster is awesome. I I want to I want to get one. Yeah, gotta get them. Um, yeah, let's let's get into this name though, because it's it's not one I would have put together uh, on my own for sure. Yeah, this is a weird one. So corefish uh, is coming from the word crayfish and the word core as in c-o-r-p-s core like an army core right or division of an army thing right or whatever military so i branch. guess they're going for like a a military vibe or something like that which i was skeptical of that when i saw this, this thing but all the other translations kind of back that up as well um, and it seems to be a, a theme of this pokemon and it's the ruffian pokemon and i think it's kind of got this like 
invading force energy to it. Oh, uh, interesting. Very interesting, given that it's like it's just a little crab dude. But... Yeah, it doesn't have any like visual element of it that that implies this. But I guess no. uh, its arms are up in the air um, and it's ready to invade uh, your in, home, invade, invade your country. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what what else we got? So the Japanese name is Haigani, which is from high, which is a bad habit or to harm. I think it's and I think it's hey 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 like, like the e's are a's and the i's are e's kind of e okay. sounds hey gane hey gane yeah uh but yeah I guess hey has two different meanings hey also a, means army or troops is that what it is yeah homonym yeah. and ebigani is crayfish so it, it is still the same thing except the added connotation of a bad habit. Uh, a harmful crayfish, crayfish soldier, soldier. Yes. which is like that's i don't think that's a great combination yeah, to be no, honest. i don't love it but uh hey gunny that's uh that's what we got in german the name is krebskor uh which is from <laughs> krebs which means crayfish and again core the same word from english which we got all these great names for like crayfish crawfish crawdads all that stuff krebs uh, in German, they're called cribs. <laughs> what are crabs called in German? Uh, let's find out. I hope uh, it's crabs, because if it's crabs and crabs, then I'm going to be delighted. Oh, it's just uh, K-R-B-B-E. Krabbe. Krabbe. So, yeah, it's Krabbe. Krabbe. Anyway, okay. Fun German words for crustaceans. Krabbe score. For, for, for 400, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> In French, the name is écrapince, which is from écrivisse for crayfish, écrasé for to crush, and pince, which is pincer. So, I like no it. no army stuff going on in this one, but basically they just came up with a new word for crayfish. <laughs> yeah, écrapince. I like that. Um, very very cool. I like the 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 verb for crush it's cool mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. cool um the korean name is gazegun which is from gajai for lobster and goon for army lobster army yeah the one man lobster army <laughs> corps um, do you know do you know uh omac one man army corps no oh uh I'll send you a picture of him later, but uh, he's he's a weird Jack Kirby superhero character who's got a mohawk and he just looks cool. Okay, um, cool. And, and his name is Omac, the One Man Army Corps. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a little little uh, little convoluted, but but sure. It's yeah, like no, that that's... Suicide Squad thing where he's like, "Why is your name letters?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, what's that was uh, Korean? And we got uh, one one more for for old corfish. All right, the last one is uh, that we're gonna do is the name in Mandarin Chinese, which is Long Sha Shao Bing. I think uh, that, sounds, uh, that sounds good. Sounds better than what I was gonna try. From Long Sha, which means lobster, and Shao Long Sha, which means crayfish, and Shao Bing, which means foot soldier. I'm wondering mm-hmm. if is there some kind of <laughs> foot soldier connotation that i'm unaware of is his little helmet spike supposed to look like a particular yeah, kind of maybe. armor i guess yeah it's it's it, i guess okay so the the the, the spikes 
combined with like the headpiece covering its eye, it's like it definitely kind of looks like a mask, like a, a helmet. Yeah, um, yeah. So I, I can kind of see that now for sure. That could be um, a thing they're trying to evoke that we're just got, not picking up on. It's got vague kind of samurai uh, style vibes, I would mm-hmm. say too. You can see that in there. Um, but yeah, and I like I like the Chinese with the specific term of uh, foot soldier. Like that's that's interesting, especially because it has six feet, but also like it's like a little little ground trooper. Mm-hmm. It's a little yeah. infantry infantry baby. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've, I've skimmed through, through some of these entries and it's, it's kind of interesting how, how that kind of army foot soldier thing is going to play a part, um, okay, in, its, okay, in okay. its behavior and habitats. Well, should we find out about that? Yeah, let's, uh, let's dive right in. Okay. So. Or march right in. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. March, march Sorry. on along. Here we go. Ruby version. Corefish were originally foreign Pokemon that were imported as pets. They eventually turned up in the wild. This Pokemon is very hardy and has greatly increased its population. Hardy. Okay. It's weird uh, starting off with Ruby because it's always the longest entry. Mm-hmm. Um, but... And this time around, they're like, they're an invasive species. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that, like... Uh, the people in the Hoenn region were like, "Oh, look at this foreign Pokemon! Let's let's get some of these going. Let's get some pets." And it's like, "Oh I want no, a lobster for a pet!" And then they're like, "Oh no, <laughs> now they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. They're, they're turning up in the wild. They're very hardy." Um, yeah, the entry doesn't seem like it's really holding it against Corefish. It seems like they're just kind of like <laughs> admiring it. Like, look how good it's done in our environment. <laughs> like other Pokemon are starving to death. And... Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> gosh. It's, uh, it's so hardy. They eventually turned up in the wild. It's it's very interesting. That's a very passive it, way of putting it. Means means people are, are releasing them or yeah, like overbreeding them or, or something. Yeah. Um, but I'm yeah really interested in the concept of because like this is the first region that we see corefish in. So it's like where yeah, is it coming so, from? Right. It's not yeah. Jodo or Kanto. Like so. Um, I'm curious lands. what its original habitat was, um, but apparently it's pretty adaptable. Like you, you, you would hear stories about like you know with like you know uh, colonialism like in, in mm-hmm. Africa and stuff. And like oh they brought we brought a giraffe back for the king. Look at this and like oh it died because yes, it's this nuts. was a bad idea. <laughs> Can't survive this environment. But then when you're like oh we brought goats to this little tiny Pacific island and it's like oh they own that island now. That's, that's goat that's island. Goats, now. <laughs> that's the goats island. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, and 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 so it was with corefish, I guess. Um, which <laughs> and so it was. <laughs> these little little foot soldiers just marched right on in. Um, we rolled out the welcome mat. Unfortunately, imported as pets, so like someone's exporting them as pets. That means, right? Uh, yeah. They're well, to, like I mean, we got to I... get rid of these things. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> I guess everywhere. maybe maybe people from this region are going to an unoccupied area, gathering corefish mm. and bringing them mm. back. That's possible. That's true. Maybe they maybe they found, you know, corefish deposits. Corefish Island. <laughs> yeah, corefish uh, like, Island, like Goat right. Island. <laughs> like, oh, these will these will make us a fortune and now Have you they're ever everywhere. Have seen the uh, videos of like coconut crabs like walking around? There's like a crab island. Coconut crabs Ooh. are like big old crabs that can live on the ground and they'll like climb palm trees. And, oh my gosh, and, that like, thing's huge. Yeah, they're massive. Uh, wow. they, eat, they eat coconut. 
like break into coconut shells and stuff. Oh my gosh, I gotta I gotta watch that. Yeah. Uh, at some point. Yeah, you gotta look uh, into coconut crabs. They're wild. Yeah, I wonder wonder how that would work as an exotic import <laughs> imported pet. Uh, <laughs> yeah, everyone is just clamoring for lobster pets. Just feed it coconut <laughs> for water. Terrifying giant water bugs. Yeah, oh, man, they're yeah crabs are really because they kind of have that like shared lineage of like old like spiders and like insectoids from, yeah like, the deep and it's interesting corefish at least has like little human eyes pasted on there yeah <laughs> it's a little <laughs> bit more manageable for me for sure for sure um but a uh, pretty pretty straightforward pokedex entry here just kind of uh three hard facts um and a pretty concise narrative yeah about their status as an invasive species <laughs> yeah which uh I, th- I think i think we'll get into more um as we continue all right our next entry is going to be sapphire version it says corfish catches prey with its sharp claws it has no likes or dislikes when it comes to food it will eat anything this pokemon has no trouble living in filthy water <laughs> <laughs> it'll okay. Eat, it'll eat anything. It'll drink anything. I'm getting some Starlax vibes here. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, sounding very familiar. Uh, <laughs> Corfish has no standards whatsoever, and it'll eat or drink whatever. <laughs> I love the the phrase. It has no likes or dislikes when it comes to. <laughs> Especially in it, combo with those like blank staring eyes. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> Corfish doesn't care about anything. It's like you give, yeah, like some Pokemon like the, the certain Poke Puffs or the certain berries or whatever, and they get excited when you bring him. And, <laughs> and Corvus just like, it just eats it straight up. Doesn't care. Has the same look on its face if you bring it a cupcake or like a rotten banana peel. No no change in appearance. <laughs> nope. uh, and it doesn't matter. That's why it's so, it's so adaptable, you know, yeah. to this in any environment. They just. Filthy water, no problem. Rotten food, don't care. <laughs> It's like the Rasputin of Pokemon. Just like we couldn't poison it, we couldn't we couldn't drown it in the sewer. <laughs> we tried to stab Corvish, but its shell was too thick. Oh man, cut the blade and its and its sharp claws. Mm-hmm. Um, it does it does eat um, living things, catches prey with the sharp claws. Um, I'm looking at one of these images you have. It looks like it's from one of the Pokemon cards. Is um, uh, it just staring dead-eyed at a barboge that's right in front of it. So I'm like, oh, are you about to snap that up and eat it? it it's, it's got one claw kind of pointed Raised. towards it on almost this kind of, like, you know, Adam and God with the finger touching. But, like, <laughs> but deep down you know that that barboge is going to get yeah, God. He's about to eat that barboge. God, is, that's not God. That's uh, that's uh, Saturn or Cronus or whatever about to eat it. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the ruffian uh, Pokemon. Yeah, <laughs> the ruffian Pokemon. Um, but yeah, it's it's nice uh, when um, a Pokemon has a feature like you know sharp claws, and it says like it uses those to catch prey, and like okay, thank you. Like I need that's it's nice to have these kind of baseline facts about about them on uh, for sure. We know what um, it uses those claws for. We know yeah. that it's catching prey. Yes. It seems weird that it would need to catch prey. Like, it would need to hunt. Like, it will eat anything, is what they say. But I'm really uh, amazed that this is, like, the narrative they're going with here. Of, mm-hmm. like, it's an invasive species. That's the whole right. That's the whole thing they're going for. And it's even, like, it's a part of the name. Like Yeah, it's like an invading army. Yeah, <laughs> like, wild. It's... 
it's just a cute little crab guy, but they, they, I don't know, they really wanted to, maybe they're digging into um, Corfish's evolution a bit, which has a, a dark type um, mm. added, um, so kind of building toward that, I suppose, but, yeah. Yeah. Dang, I want a Corfish. That's a cool, that's a cool, that's a, you know, it goes dual type, which is always nice. Mm-hmm. And it looks like a lobster. I'm just, I'm always a fan. Like, I like Shelder, but mm. I don't really like Cloyster that much. I, don't, I always want these, like, weird shelled water Pokemon to be on my team. Cloyster's just got that, such a weird, like, kind of cool guy grin. grin. It's like, what are you? What, You're a clam. You, what are Calm you smiling down. about? What's, what do you think is like, so cool about you? You just, yeah. Yeah, but uh, move, move right along, Suicune. We we don't need your, your purification here. Filthy water's just fine. Yeah, don't care. Uh, Mud puddle, doesn't matter. Nope. Living in filthy water. It. I, I wouldn't have trouble living in filthy water if I ate anything and didn't have preferences at all yeah, either. No, but. no likes or dislikes when it comes to food. Yeah. Um, and seemingly water and habitats, yeah. but, um, you know, you got to be uh, sturdy. Uh Man, they, they talk about the, uh, the 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 armies of the the Sardaukar and, and the Fremen, but you know you get a, you get an army of Corfish, they the hardiest of warriors. So this is why we need to know where they're from. What what Arrakis place yeah. or like what uh, Secundus? What's that one called? Salus Secundus. Salus Secundus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the the corefish are from Salus Secundus. And let, yeah, filthy water, like you know, that's the that that tent water. You know, it's mm. your, your tears and sweat. And sweat. Tears. Like yeah, they don't care. They're they're hardened warriors. Yep. Anyway, that's uh, what's our next century? We're I told you. Stuck in a, I told you what the podcast was. <laughs> I took us into a dune hole. Let's let's <laughs> dig ourselves out of it. <laughs> a sandworm is eating us. Um, fire red and leaf green is next. It came from overseas. Thunder, lightning. <laughs> if one, one sentence. <laughs> it came from overseas. It is a very hardy creature that will quickly proliferate even in polluted streams. So, you know, not just filthy, like, you know, muddy water. It's like, oh, it's real kind of murky, dirty, like polluted. No, we're talking like, about that. Grimer's that... up in this stream. <laughs> yeah, like... right. That factory is dumping toxic waste into the stream right there. And Corfish does not care. <laughs> yeah, they will They will hang out there and they will quickly proliferate there. Just... Yep. <laughs> Despite that, they cannot be stopped. It came from overseas. What is this horror story? Dun, dun, dun. Welcome to our Halloween episode of Corfish <laughs> Invasion uh, of the Corfish. Yeah, for real. It's Night Gosh. of the Living Corfish. Can't they were imported as pets? It's like uh, like a uh, gremlins uh, or something, <laughs> you know? All right, just don't let it breed. Don't think yeah. that you can poison it, and don't put it anywhere because. Uh, it can it can figure it it'll thrive anywhere <laughs> like it's un- unstoppable that you can't even uh, apply rules to corefish yeah uh, man very hardy lives beyond your rules it's too hardy yeah doesn't care about no pollution it came from overseas yeah it was born in the pollution <laughs> you really adopted <laughs> it right we're yeah, I don't, I don't not, not, not to dig into there. Just kind of doubling down on on what we've learned before. Yep. Yep. It, um, it's it's very good at its job. Yeah. Which is, you know, yeah, survive, uh, go forth, and spread across the, the world. Mm-hmm. My army of corefish. <laughs> go, go. 
even in polluted streams, which it's like I, I get what they're going for. Like it's so hard. It's like, but like it makes me feel bad for it. Like I'd, I'd like yeah, it you to don't be have happy. to live in these crappy streams. Yeah, but it doesn't but... seem like it cares. No, it doesn't have preferences for food. So yeah, uh, just gotta just gotta keep proliferating, making more making more core fish so you can invade more habitats. Um, how how are we curbing the the core fish population here? This it's got to have a predator, I guess. Um, well, yeah, I guess so. Kind of right? Otherwise, maybe. I mean, it. I don't know. It seems like it's really thriving. So. Mm-hmm. They're very hardy, but like you know, what if a pincer rolls up and just cracks that shell right open? Yeah, there's certainly not as many pincer around as there are core fish. That's true. That's true. But you know, you get a couple trainers to release their their pincers in a in a in a core fish infested, you know, environment. Right. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Maybe there's got to be dealing with invasive species is challenging. Did I ever? I, Especially when they have very human eyes and uh, all <laughs> semi-human level intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> I may yeah. have already talked about this on the podcast, but the story of the goats on the Galapagos Island when the people decided to wipe out the goats. Have you heard this? Mm, maybe. It's like uh, there was a goats were an invasive species on this island, and they mm. wanted to wipe them all out because they were endangering the other animals by eating too much foliage and killing the plants right. that the other animals were depending on. Da 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 da. Right. So they're like, we got to wipe out all these goats. And the way that they did it was they would tag one goat with like a GPS tag and then release it. And it would go and find a herd. And then they would show up, kill the entire herd. Uh, in a, they would fly out in a helicopter with okay. guns, shoot all of the goats, and let the tagged goat go. And Jesus. it would go and find another herd. And then they would roll up and kill it. And they called them Judas goats. Oh my god, that, that's that's putting far too much blame on the goat. That yes. poor goat. It's just like, everywhere I go, everyone dies. Oh, oh lord. Gosh, and they're saying it's my fault? Yeah, I'm going they to call hell for me that? Judas? <laughs> Man, it's messed up. Yeah. But you know, the goats have no natural pressure. <laughs> <laughs> they're hardy creatures, and they will yeah. eat anything. That's true yeah. of goats. I guess that's mm-hmm. that's the key to the invasive species is you got to be able to eat just like whatever random trash yeah. you find on the ground. I wonder I wonder who wins uh, on a on a on a fifty fifty island of of goats and corefish. Uh, <laughs> goats they're they're powerful they're bigger but they, those claws they can really yeah. get your ankles good. Yeah. Uh, man, that's a that's a story for another day I guess. Um. Let's uh let's keep going here though. Okay, we're gonna read next Emerald version. Once it grips prey with its large pincers, it will never let go, no matter what. It's a hardy Pokemon that can thrive in any environment. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> no matter what, never. No let's, I mean, that's. No matter what. We've certainly seen an entry like this before yeah this is ringing bells for me i feel like either pincer or i think maybe pincer had something like this where it's like once it yeah. grabs hold of you it'll never let go was, was that one or maybe like uh grubbin or, or vikavolt or something mm, yeah like something else with, with pincers um they they like they like the never let go angle, which is they really do yeah that it's a, like it just locks and ha- it will not release <laughs> No matter what, like, what if it? I don't know. Yeah, I guess you just you just lock it in there. It breaks the arm off, or or 
or something. Certainly, like, some Pokemon has to be strong enough to, like, break that. At, like, right, yeah. But like, it, it, I, it's like Corefish will never give up, I guess, is right, the point. Right. Even if it's like, getting, like, attacked, it's just like, nope, never. If it if it latches onto, like, a, a Machamp's arm, like, those two other arms are going to pry that thing open. <laughs> right, it's, yeah. It's not going to be easy. <laughs> Maybe for Machamp it's easy, I'm not sure. Machamp uh, we'll is get very, to that very Pokemon. strong. It's got the, the belt. <laughs> so. It does have the large belt. Uh, if Corfish had the belt, then maybe. But... <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, man. Champion Corfish. Um, wait. What is, what's the name of Corfish's evolution? I think it might have the belt. Wait, really? It, I can't, why can't I remember its name? Crawdon. Okay, no. It doesn't have a belt, but it has like almost kind of like a belt like buckle for a crown on its head big oh, star okay. that's what it is okay um the hell is this sorry i'm Radaunt. searching pokemon again uh, um yeah large pincers never let go no matter what yeah that's that's a good good habit to have um if you want to be a hardy pokemon that can thrive in any environment right never never let go of food yeah that's rule number one like hold on to your food you want to survive uh no matter what and that's you know that's the, the sign of a good soldier you know they get the job done no matter what i guess I, it will never not annoy me that they do stuff like this <laughs> you know the real what, make absolute statements yes 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 like it will never let go no matter what and it's like what does that mean think about the implications yeah. of what you're saying and think about the world we live in with Pokemon in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just doesn't doesn't work. But, you know, um, if we consider the, the type of prey that, that Corefish can maybe get a hold of, um, then it's probably safe to assume that any of that prey can be held on to no matter what. Um, right. It will never let go. It's just like, if they said, like, it will hold on to its prey no matter what, then I could be like, okay, maybe the prey can still escape, but it says, like, it will never let go. Like, that implies that the prey never escapes once caught, but... Yeah. It also uh, implies know. that it can't even, like, open its claw to put the food in its mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, no, what have I done? <laughs> I well, closed you know, my gotta... pincer, now I can never use it again because it's closed forever <laughs> now, so... Yeah. Um, yeah, don't worry, There's, it's got extra mouths in there. In the pincer. In the pincer. Yeah. 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 Um Yeah, let's uh let's keep going. Some of these yeah, these don't seem too they're they're different, but you know, kinda harping on the same points here. Alright, next up is Diamond Pearl and Platinum, uh, which says its hardy vitality enables it to adapt to any environment. Its pincers will never release prey. Never release. Hardy vitality. Uh, Yep. Um, don't need that. It's also interesting uh, that it's saying its pincers will never release prey, as if the pincers are sort of their own independent thing that is calling the shots. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But that's anyway. It's kind of like you know the, you know, Eevee could like adapt to any environment because of its weird, unstable molecular yeah. structure. Yeah, but it's like, weird DNA. Corfish can just do it just by being a. A roughy, I guess, uh, a sturdy little invasive species. Can yeah, just go anywhere. It doesn't need to turn into lightning corefish. It's just indestructible. <laughs> right. 
Um, Undestructible, unstoppable, um, unescapable. The <laughs> hordes little, of corefish. This little dog crab is unstoppable. <laughs> it's just such um, a doofy looking face. I love it. It's cute, but uh, don't mess with it. Don't don't get a figure in there. Those are big claws. Yeah, they're but, they're very large. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's keep going here. Heart Gold and Soul Silver is next. It says it was originally a Pokemon from afar that escaped to the wild. It can adapt to the dirtiest river. <laughs> the dirty. We found the dirtiest I, river. I, gonna, I wish they had just called out the dirtiest river. Like, <laughs> we've seen Porfish here, which is, as we all know, the just nastiest river. <laughs> this is this is Heart Gold and Soul Silver, so this would be in the Johto region. Maybe they they found a. Got a real dirty river there, and like we got to put these corefish somewhere. See what happens. Multiplying, maybe they'll they'll find purchase in even the dirtiest of rivers, and they did. Um, it's interesting. It was originally a Pokemon from afar that escaped into the wild. It makes it sound like it escaped from afar, but they mean it was imported as a pet and then escaped, right? Right, or like. They, they imported it. They were, like, in cages, maybe, and they, they escaped to the wild. Um, yeah, escaped to the wild and, and, and implies some sort of ca- captivity happening. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of... Maybe maybe it's like Team Rocket or something, like, you know. Yeah. They, they're they're into buying and selling Pokemon. Maybe they got a bunch of Corefish, um, but there's too many, and they escaped. And they proliferated even, even while caged, and they've got too many to hold on to. Yep, too many to contain. Um, Pokemon from afar is a weird term, though. We know it came from overseas and that it's a foreign, but, like, it came from afar. Which Yeah, it makes okay. it sound like a sort of, like, ancient traveler. Yeah, which it could be, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, seems, to, seems to be able to get around just fine. And tap to the dirtiest river. What a, what a champ. The absolute dirtiest. Man. Which is impressive. This Pokemon is immune I'm, to pollutants i'm trying to think like what is what's the dirtiest river Google the dirtiest river is uh uh oh gosh what's the name of that river um, I, river, I know like, the answer oh yeah go ahead well it's uh the the sitaru river in indonesia is known as the most polluted river in the world it's located in west java um the dirtiest river in the u.s is the mississippi river Sure. Okay. Well, because I, I remember reading a story about a river that was, I think, outside of Cleveland that was, like, so thoroughly polluted that it would, like, literally just catch on fire sometimes. Oh, just, like, yeah. Super, super polluted. Right. Yeah. We, um, cities don't take care of their rivers as well as they I mean, they, t- they take care of it better than they used to, I'm pretty sure, but but yeah, yeah that's, that's, for sure. That's true, but oof. Um, but Corfish doesn't care, at least. <laughs> like, we're all worried about climate change and, like, you know, the, the, the changes, the, the extreme temperature swings uh, here and there, but... Nothing that Corfish will bother is, Corfish. It's gonna be just fine. Um, shoot that thing into space, it'll, it'll find a little... Uh, moon crater to inhabitate proliferate in <laughs> um boy um yeah speaking of speaking of dirty rivers let's uh let's get to our, our next entry here 
All right, black two and white two. No matter how dirty the water in the river, it will adapt and thrive. It has a strong will to survive. <laughs> I will survive. I'm Corfish. I'm Corfish. So it's not just that it's hardy. It's that it's got a powerful force of will. Yeah. Look at those eyes. I'm the telling. These are like these, these. are the the, the Sardaukar, like the mm-hmm. elite troopers. They're the the Janissaries. Mm-hmm. They're they want nothing more than to survive and, and thrive. Don't, they don't care how dirty that river is. Also, I guess I keep saying lobster, and it's clearly not a lobster because they keep talking about it <laughs> living in rivers, and all of the different names have right. fit core fish. It's supposed to be a crayfish, which right. is, I right. mean, just a river lobster, but still, yeah. Worth noting, I um, guess. I wonder how adaptable crayfish are. Are they invasive? Can they live anywhere? I wouldn't be surprised if they were invasive, uh, but I don't know. In some locations, they are also known as crawfish, craydids, crawdaddies, crawdads, freshwater lobsters, mountain lobsters, rock lobsters, mud bugs, or yabbies. <laughs> Thank you, Wikipedia. Uh, a lot of good options there. Mud bugs, mountain lobsters, loving all of that. Yabbies was not one I had ever heard of. <laughs> no, me Here neither. we are. Uh, crayfish feed on animals and plants, either living or decomposing, and detritus. Detritus? Gross. What do you... Detritus, just, dead, you know, dead whatever's to hand. Yeah, you know. <laughs> whatever just loose stuff is floating So, yeah, you know, doesn't sound that, that different from, from no, crayfish. No. Crayfish are, they just kind of, they just kind of do... Um, Crayfish are susceptible to infections such as the crayfish plague and to environmental structures, including acidification. Okay, so they cannot live in the most dirty river. No, they will get uh, the crayfish plague, which is apparently a whole thing um, that has a, a Wikipedia article that I'm not going to click right that now. That is fascinating, though. <laughs> well, going to have to look into that later. Is it like Mass Effect? Does someone like engineer the crayfish <laughs> plague to, to wipe out this invasive species? The gene species? scourge. Oh God. Uh, uh, good luck on good luck with corefish. It's got a strong willed strength. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unlike those uh, stupid you, you the uh, mill crayfish. Oh, what were they called? Oh, the Krogans. The Krogans. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Uh, sorry, sorry, Rex. <laughs> Shots fired. Should have had a strong. Well, I guess he had a strong. Will. He had a pretty strong will to survive. Yeah, uh, had a big head too. Had a big old freaking, lizard head. Freaking freaking battle toad. Mm-hmm. Like, God, love that guy. He was a battle toad. That's pretty that's, much. Yeah. What's uh? We got we got two entries left. We're we're finally into the sun and moon. Where they they maybe maybe will kind of give us some fresh perspectives. Yes. Fresh water perspectives. Generally, uh, so ultra sun is first. Individuals that have been set free by trainers who could no longer raise them have become common, and they can now be found in Alola. So, same story, just in Alola this time. Yeah. It happens trainers everywhere. Could... And also, these... apparently, trainers are just... These little two-foot-tall crabs are just so rowdy. They're such and, a handful. And rough and tumble. Trainers are like, I, I can't deal with I'm putting, this. I, I know this is going to ruin the environment, but I'm putting this back in nature because I can't <laughs> deal with it. And it's like this is not its natural habitat, so it's just gonna invade that place now. And oh man, it's like it's like people who like get dogs and then just abandon them like a month later when they yeah. realize they can't. I mean, these like, these oh. are true things that happen. 
and you know, uh, thankfully, Corfish can handle that. Yeah, uh, Corfish doesn't than, care. Uh, the puppy does. Most care. abandoned pets do. Yeah, yeah but um, so yeah, I guess you know, um, if you think you got what it takes to take care of a Corfish, might as well. Like, if you can't, just get rid of it. It doesn't care. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It, you're, they have a very strong rest, will to survive. The rest of the creatures that live around you might care, though. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the that's the the real stinger here is that um, Alolo's become infested with corfish now. Um, <laughs> it's it's good that we don't see this this uh, Pokemon pop up in too many uh, regions because I, was I feel say, like it would be that would be kind of a dark version of this story is if they were like the Rattata just like showing up mm-hmm. literally everywhere. It's like oh yeah they're they're spreading like a plague like the like yeah. the crayfish plague. The crayfish, the crayfish is just crayfish. <laughs> oh no! I won't. I'll find out uh, later, I guess. Uh, yeah, but you know, <laughs> set free by trainers. Like, oh, I, I don't know if "set free" is the, the term. Free now, because I can't feed you anymore. <laughs> Gosh. Um, yeah, you know, should have had more badges, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Maybe this Pokemon would have been less of a ruffian. Yeah. Uh, the crayfish plague is a water mold that infects crayfish, most notably the European Astacus, which dies within a few weeks of being infected. So, it's a, it's a water mold, which is a scary thing to think about. Yeah, they get molded uh, to death. That's horrifying. Yeah, don't like that. Um, anyway, I just... I just I, I, I couldn't leave that for later. I didn't want to, uh, have that cliffhanger for the, for the rest of the episode. <laughs> I, yeah, we we needed a baseline of the crayfish. It's a water, I'm not going to look up what water mold is specifically. <laughs> that's going to make me sad. I think. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the crayfish. They they're in Alola now because these trainers thought they could race them. Thought they could handle Alola. it. They were wrong. But no, it's they, they call it the ruffian Pokemon for a reason. Uh, I know Ash gets a a, a a corfish in the anime. No, really. It's kind of a it's kind of a handful to catch, but he he gets it. And I was watching a video of of him fighting a Golduck with it, and it was just destroying this Golduck with all kinds of moves. So I'll, I'll show you the video later. Nice. But um, which is wild because Golduck is way bigger than corfish. But yeah, um, that's that's how that's how hardy this this strong willed soldier is. Um. Let's uh, let's get to our last entry here. Yes, let's round it out. All right, Ultra Moon. It can adapt very well to its environment. Phoebus and Corfish are about the only Pokemon to live in stagnant <laughs> ditches. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's literally just like brackish standing water, like a mud puddle. They do not care. Uh, just little stink ditches <laughs> filled with Phoebus and Corfish. <laughs> and they're the only ones that will live there. They just don't care. Uh, you know, and these poor Phoebus who What's finally Phoebus found like a place where they could be left alone, like probably just get kicked out by Corfish and like they thought they were finally safe. Phoebus is basically just like Magikarp too, right? Yeah, Magikarp. Equal to Magikarp. But, but worse and involves into something beautiful instead of something ugly, I guess. Mm. Uh bold of you to yeah. label Gyarados as ugly but Gyarados is the atrocious Pokemon <laughs> well it's <laughs> not true. my choice I think he's beautiful <laughs> but that's uh, that's what science has deemed it apparently 
we'll get to that uh, in a later episode. The Pokemon but. Wiki says Phoebus is a fish Pokemon. It has brown skin with a pattern that resembles a chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> you know, never thought yeah, sure. never thought of it like yeah. that. But yeah, um, I don't think that was intentional. But all right, I don't think anything else about this Pokemon resembles a chocolate chip cookie. But okay. <laughs> um, man, you know we they really we started with filthy water polluted streams uh the dirtiest river the dirtiest river and like oh that and like they're they're not getting this we got it <laughs> and now they're like a stagnant ditch it's not even a river it's just <laughs> like a like an unkept sewer drain yeah like it's an open hole <laughs> it's uh, just really hammering home that these 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 hardy little guys will survive anywhere. Yep, anywhere. Um, anywhere even any with place. the pathetic Phoebus. They're probably just Gosh. eating the Phoebus. Probably. They're, uh, like we've said, uh, seemingly a, an invasive species. Uh, sorry, Phoebus. Uh, I think this Corfish gonna... lives here now. Yeah. I wonder if they have entries about Phoebus and it being preyed on by by corfish probably getting preyed on by a lot of things honestly yeah. but we'll see uh but uh yeah that's uh, that's corfish the stagnant ditch pokemon uh what do, what do, what do we think of, of corfish uh, uh what is our entry okay so um the ultimate invader yeah an unflappable <laughs> an un- invasive <laughs> crayfish it can live a in a flappable puddle of muddy water. <laughs> the ultimate invader, an unflappable little sewer boy. Yep. <laughs> Sorry to stagnant, stagnant. This this stagnant ditch will provide us with the ultimate warrior. <laughs> listen paul we have air power and land power we need to cultivate. but with this planet we can achieve stagnant, stagnant ditch power, ditch power. <laughs> we have desert power we need find, dirty river power find find the fremen and, and ditch tapper <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's, that's good. That's, that's good. Uh, okay. Uh, Should we scale <laughs> this Pokemon? It's already got scales. No, oh, um, no, it doesn't. It's, it's a shell. <laughs> um, it's got like tw- like 15 big scales That's uh, over the whole thing. Um, humanity for Corefish. Uh, the, the invasive thing, the foot soldier thing, yep, yep, that's, yep. Uh, that's kind of there. Invasive um, species, definitely. We will adapt Pretty hardy. to... To Pretty bad adaptive. environments, uh, but like, that's not all humans. Like, not all humans are like that's you know, true. Invasive, super hardy, or super imperialist, yeah. like no, colon- sure. colonizers and stuff. Um, but it's 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 working with some of that for sure. I want to. I want it's still, but it's still like you know, it's a has no likes or dislikes when it comes to food. That's pretty human to me. I think. Yeah, um, that's true. But it'll eat everything. I think we have to. Oh, so I don't know. We have to give it some points because of the invasive species thing. I know that's not all people, but I feel like yeah. it's still worth some points, right? Like a three or a four. I say four. Four. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's got. It gets a four. 
Um, one for each half of a pincer is the rule. Um, <laughs> for each <laughs> quadrant of pincer. Deadliness. Uh, I'm not so. Sh- I'm not. I'm not really sure. It could smack like, you with its little claws for sure. I mean, if we're like you know the the anime is its own separate canon, but like it was like picking Pokemon up and like swinging them around with the ice cream <laughs> and stuff. So probably pretty powerful. It's got um, very sharp claws. It, let go. it never lets go. It doesn't uh, have teeth, I don't think. And it's not like super big, you know. Um, but it's it's a it's a rowdy, rowdy little sewer boy who who wants to fight and invade your habitat. So. Oh. Like and it, and it, it's a Pokemon, so it can you know it has access to abilities uh, that humans can't even imagine. You know, like like Bubble Bee, right? You know, Hydro Pump or Guillotine or whatever. Like yeah. So, I but still like not not huge. I I would say compared to other Pokemon, like I want to go like a five maybe. Mm. Is that too high? That might be a little high. I don't know. I guess the the pinchers. I didn't see the anime. I'm not. I don't have that. And uh, to be fair, that's a separate canon from you know the Pokédex that we're working with. I feel like maybe a four, uh, just because it's it's not like it's not hunting people. It's it's got pointy, sharp claws that will hold on for a long time. But I don't know. Yeah, I think four four is. We'll go do another four. Okay, that sounds fine. Petworthiness seems seems bad. That seems like the the first mistake yeah. you made was thinking so you could make a pet. The thing of is, this it thing. seems like it would be fairly easy to take care of, but also Honestly, apparently yeah. people are just like constantly setting it loose because they can't handle it. So clearly, I'm right. wrong about that. Yeah, um, if like these are trainers like who want to battle with this thing, and they they can't even uh, hack it right with, with with this little guy. So. I think it's I think it's low surprisingly yeah. but like I'm not going to I don't want to go all the way like to a 1 though cuz I think cuz I know. still yeah like I'm saying I feel like it it could be if I wasn't just reading all this stuff about like people letting them go if I wasn't you know such a chump like if I had the will to survive right. like my like my corfish does then then maybe we can make a a, a great team So what do we think uh, Gosh Three? Two. Two or three? Let's do three. Okay. There you go, Corfish. Three. Um, I did, because I, I watched the whole clip of, of Ash catching a Corfish, and I want to uh, just check these entries. Uh, oh, from the show? Ha- yeah, it looks like there's a few different entries they, they, they rolled up. Um, what it's uh, It can happily live... So I'm just going to s- skim some parts of these. It can happily live in it can happily live even in very polluted waters, naturally. Um, Corfish, the ruffian Pokemon, Corfish is, is exceptional in its ability to survive. It adapts to any environment, will drive out its inhabitants, and claim the territory for its own. So, like, uh, saying it a little more out loud, like, it will drive, drive out, out other yeah. Inha- inhabitants. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's the main thing. It's, it's, uh, Corfish live anywhere, drive out. Others claim territory. They're they're intense, intense little little crab folks, little sewer boys. Hardy. Uh, yeah, uh, and and as this is a Pokemon from the first three generations, uh, who I think I don't know. Most of them showed up in Mystery Dungeon, I imagine. But 
Um, this has uh, some some lines uh, <laughs> that I will read from from the Pokemon <laughs> Mystery Dungeon games. Uh, Corfish has a way of speaking. It looks like a particular it pattern does. that I'm detecting. Yeah, and it, there's a, there's a reason behind it. I'll, I'll explain. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. But in Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, when Corfish is down to fifty one percent to one hundred percent HP, it will say, "Hey." You don't have a clue how hardy my kind can be. <laughs> hey, hey, you. You don't know how hardy I can be. It's like, no, I read the Pokédex. I, I, I'm going to throw you in a stagnant ditch, and you'll just be fine. You will it's, not it's care. Fine. Um, twenty-six percent to fifty percent HP. Hey there. End of sentence. <laughs> my HP is down halfway. Also, it's hey, comma there. <laughs> Hey there, my HP's down halfway. <laughs> it's like, oh, thanks for the update, dude. Hey there. <laughs> hey there. Uh, and 1% to 25% HP. Hey, I've had it. My pincers lost their grip. <laughs> and I'm tired of this. <laughs> I thought you wouldn't let go no matter what, Corefish. Yeah, what happened to your will to survive? I guess, you know, you, you get it weak enough, maybe. Yeah, pincers, you're never supposed to let go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, separate canon. Uh, these aren't the main mystery dungeon games. canon. Yep. Um, and uh, when it levels up, it says, "Hey, I leveled up. That's happy news." <laughs> so, uh, what's the, why? Why does it say "Hey" in every single entry? Uh, it's from its Japanese name, which is Heigani, which incorporates two oh. two forms of "Hey." And apparently, like in the anime, like it, it kind of has like a, a "Hey." It says "Hey" for its name a lot, you know. Um, so I see. Like, I see. Also, it says "Hey," so um, kind of a, a joke there. I'm really curious how many different ways they can uh, write a Pokemon celebrating their their leveling up. Like, it's like it's yeah, like, like that's pretty. Hey, cool, I leveled huh? up. <laughs> it's like happy news. Is is there a unique level up quote for each Pokemon? Because that's. Uh, <laughs> That's got to be hard to write. They must have copy-pasted at some point, right? Because it's like, hey, I leveled up, that's happy news, is, like, pretty generic. (laughs) Yeah. Like, man. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, Well, well, I guess we'll see with those. I'm sure some Pokemon will have specific things about them that make them uh, I think we've gotten some that were like that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. I I love these little... Pokemon Mystery Dungeons and I, I'm, re- I'm really thankful to the Bulbapedia for including them on their pages because I would not have noticed them otherwise. Um, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's Corefish. Um, I had a lot of fun with the with the little roughhousing uh, friend, enemy, I suppose. Enemy, enemy crab. Yeah, it's an enemy. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's this is just the beginning. We're gonna we're gonna see um, where things take us as we talk about. Uh, Corfish's evolution, Crawdont, in our next episode. Crawdont. Um, if this, this is uh, what uh, Corfish is capable of. Yeah, I can only imagine this. That thing looks a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm serious. It's a dark type now, and you know those dark types. They love to murder. I guess. I, I think. Know, the, I don't know. <laughs> the, the dark dark type is such a weird thing Nebulous that they added thing, to the game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so join us for that. Um, apologies for this episode going going up a, a, a day late. We had some just some, some Halloween hangups and, and mm-hmm. shenanigans, um, but we'll, we're we're still here for you, and you'll still be there for us, I'm sure, because you're our faithful listeners. It's true. You've never let us down. 
No. And that is why I must thank you, as I do every episode, for listening. Um, and I will I will thank uh, PokemonDB.net and Bulbapedia once again for all the useful info. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's gonna do it uh, for us for us and the old Corpish. My name is Brayton. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. <laughs>